I was sending an email to my aunt telling her all the things we had done over the weekend. And she replied back, what about the Sabbath? Mm. And my response was, well, we're not under the law anymore. And I realized throughout these last few years that no, we aren't under the law, Mm -hmm. but God created the Sabbath for a purpose. Mm -hmm. But I could not figure out what does the Sabbath look like as a mom to four kids? My kids still have to eat. There were still diapers to change. We still had to do laundry. How do I Sabbath as a mom? This is the topic we're going to discuss today. Welcome back to Parenting to Impress, your go-to podcast to learn practical ways to love God and love others and impress this on the hearts of your children. I'm your host, Heidi Franz, and I'm joined by my dear friend, Melanie Simpson, two moms who have made a lot of mistakes, but have found grace and truth along the way. Melanie, Sabbath has been a struggle. We have talked about it Mm -hmm. a bazillion times. I think some of it is my personality. I love to work. I find great joy in work. Yeah, I think it's the Enneagram one in me. I think it's also having four kiddos. How am I supposed to get everything done? Right. We still have to eat. We still have laundry that needs to be done. And I think especially for moms of littles, they hear this idea of Sabbath rest and they're like, that sounds great. But how does that happen? Am I supposed to change diapers? Right. I'm not supposed to wash bottles. Like, really, what does this look like? Exactly. This is what we're going to dive into today. But I want to start first with what is Sabbath? Right. When we look at the Old Testament, that is the first place where we begin to see this idea of a Sabbath. And even in God's creation, we Mm -hmm. notice in Genesis that after a, a period of six days, that God took off the seventh day and rested. Melanie, I think a lot of times we don't know how to describe that to kids. Right. So we have it as this idea that God took a nap. Right. right. Like God was tired. Yeah. When in actuality, I believe that seventh day was spent God enjoying what he created. Right. Because we know he does not have exhaustion, fatigue. Mm -hmm. He is all powerful. There Mm -hmm. is no fatigue or exhaustion in his attributes. It's not a good judgment to say that God took a nap or that he kind of stopped. God doesn't stop. Heidi, what does God share about Sabbath in Exodus? Fourth commandment, God says, remember the Sabbath day and keep it holy. That's Exodus 20 verse 8. We think the Ten Commandments are so important. We don't kill. We don't commit adultery. We worship God alone. But yet this Sabbath one, we're kind of like, eh, I don't know really what that means. That doesn't really apply to me. I'm just going to throw that one out. When in reality, it is still something that God finds important. Yeah. I I feel like we've talked about this in another podcast. When you consider the whole of the Ten Commandments, the heart behind them is God's care for us. Mm -hmm. He created us. He knows us intimately, and He knows what's best for us. And so when we think about the commandment to Sabbath as God's good for us, I think that helps us get a bright picture of Sabbath. That's really good. It is not God saying, stop doing these things because because you just should stop. 
it's because there's a good purpose Mm -hmm. for it. When we think of it as a promise of God that when you pause from your job, from your busyness, from your day-to-day routine, and you rest in me, think about me, you worship me, you read your Bible, it causes us to depend on him in a whole new way. Oh, I love that. God created us to work. That is something that immediately Adam was put in charge of the garden right. to care for, to care for the animals. Colossians 3.23, work at it with all your heart is working for the Lord. And there's many more verses about that. But God did not mean for us to work without rest. Right. Or to work ourselves into the ground because we have made an idol out of ourselves. Melanie, we were sitting in community group a few weeks ago and a friend said something to me that I cannot get off my brain. She said, you know, we tithe 10% or whatever the percentage is with the understanding that we are giving back to God and God is going to provide for our needs. It is the exact same way with Sabbath. Mm. We give God a seventh of our week with the understanding that he is going to allow us to get done what we need to in six days. We're giving the seventh to him. Yeah. In Mark chapter two, verse 27, Jesus is saying to the Pharisees, the Sabbath was made for man, not man for the Sabbath. In other words, God sees his created humans and knows that we are prone to overworking. Like you said, Mm -hmm. we need that rest. It is then out of his goodness, his kindness, that he makes space for us to acknowledge him. And like you said, with tithing, it's a way of demonstrating our faith in him Mm -hmm. and demonstrating our trust in him. Our money doesn't become an idol, Mm -hmm. just like our time doesn't become an idol. So this is where I want to get practical What does it look like for a mom to Sabbath? I don't have the answer to this yet. I am still working on this. It's a really interesting question to think about because like you said, we are still figuring out for ourselves. Mm -hmm. And I don't think that this is an area that is prescriptive in scripture, right? Yeah, There's not a list of do's and don'ts. Right. With Jesus fulfilling the law and knowing that he is Lord of the Sabbath, we are free from the Mm minutiae that the Jews would still hold to Mm -hmm. as requirements for Sabbath. Right. And so there's freedom in Christ because of that. And that's wonderful. Praise God for the freedom. Mm -hmm. So it, I think, becomes an issue of trial and error, of agreement between you and your spouse, of ages and seasons of parenting. When my children were little, Sabbathing was, we got up, we had breakfast, we went to church, we would come home, have lunch. And the day was really meant to be just a day that was different than the Monday through Saturday, which meant we didn't do school. We didn't have necessarily like specific chores, but of course things still needed to be tended to. We would go for a walk maybe, or spend some more time reading books, playing. So it just was meant to look different than yeah. the other days. Absolutely. So for you guys, Sunday was your day of Sabbath. Yes. We actually go to church on a Saturday night, which makes things a little wonky. But for us, Sabbath is Saturday night when church starts at five o'clock until Sunday, five o'clock in the evening. So we use those 24 hours. Start with church. We spend time with friends. We rest. We wake up on Sunday morning and have a slow start. 
But I think the question to ask is, what can we do to make this 24-hour period look differently? So that can be as simple as prepping some meals the day before so that you're not maybe as tied to the kitchen as you would be on a regular day. Mm -hmm. Just being okay with having a cold breakfast or sandwiches for lunch that you can throw in the fridge the day before. And I kind of do want to touch back on a point because Heidi, as we were talking before we hit record, if you are a member of church staff or like with our family, law enforcement, we had to work Mm -hmm. on Sundays a lot of times Mm -hmm. and that's okay. You still would be prayerfully considering another day that you could push pause and have it look different than your other six Mm -hmm. days of the week. What are some other things that you do maybe to have the day look different? Because I like to work. (laughs) For me, Sunday is taking a break from my normal work. Yes. So I maybe will go out and work in the garden or I will maybe go and plant flowers because that is refueling Mm -hmm. to me it's a different work. It's not a mind work that I do when I'm working on ABC Jesus mm-hmm. Loves Me or Parenting to Impress. I can't remember who it is, so I can't credit it. It may be Justin Worley, but he said, restorative rest, Sabbath rest can often be thought of as the opposite of what you normally do. Mm-hmm. So if your job requires a lot of brain thinking and stuff, then working with your hands might be more restful than for the opposite. If somebody does a lot of physical labor, then doing a crossword puzzle or reading a book. My sister, in her job, she has a lot of conversations. She's very highly relational, lots of brain power and emotional things going out. So for her, doing a puzzle is really restorative. She does it by herself. People can come in and out and join, but it's more herself and it's just this very specific focus instead of the 15 million things that she has going on normally in a day. I completely understand that. I think one of the things that we have to be careful of is that we don't swing the pendulum all the way to the other side where it becomes this list of do and don'ts and I can't do this. And it's almost an anxiousness mm-hmm. of if I do this wrong right. Right. instead of just being still. Mm-hmm. I have a friend who family have been Sabbathing for several years and they they really Sabbath. Mm-hmm. I mean, they turn their phones completely off. They watch no electronics. And for us, we enjoy as a family watching a football game. Well, because during the week, you guys hardly consume any media. So that makes sense. So I have to be careful that I don't judge our Sabbath based upon her convictions. Mm -hmm. How many times can we say this? Keep it between the ditches. The other side of that pendulum is the sheer slothfulness of a Sabbath where you don't do anything. You stay in bed all day. All you do is watch movies all day. I don't mean that in a, I'm not trying to shame somebody about that, but I would just say, Sabbath is meant to also be a time where we reflect upon the goodness of God. We give gratitude. We worship Him. It's okay to do some of those things, but I don't think that we can rightly have a view of God when we spend the entire 24 hours distracted by other things. Mm -hmm. I do think that the heart of Sabbath is to recognize that we are created beings and that we have an opportunity in that 24 hours to rest from what we do and to point ourselves and redirect our attention back to the one who gave us life. Mm. Yeah, I like that. 
I have found that Sundays are one of my favorite days to work out. Mm-hmm. I don't have to hurry. I was going to say, you're not bound by your schedule mm-hmm. on a Sunday. Yeah. And so I enjoy that time of being able to exercise. It's freeing of my mind also. So thinking about moms of littles, even into the early elementary years, I don't know that it's realistic to sit here with teenagers in my house and say, well, you should have the bowls of cereal filled out the night before and set on the table with saran wrap over top, and then the milk should be pre-portioned. That just seems harsh and restrictive. Well, we need to be careful that it doesn't become legalistic. Yes. I would say, what are you feeling the Holy Spirit tell you to do? Mm -hmm. That's what you need to do. Mm -hmm. Be willing to experiment with it and try different things. Don't be afraid to change. Absolutely. And it is going to change as your kids get older. It's going to look different. Our Saturday nights and our Sundays look so much different Mm -hmm. now Mm -hmm. when my kids are all teenagers versus when they were six and under. Mm -hmm. I would encourage you as moms to listen to the Holy Spirit because there's been times on Sundays that I have walked to the laundry room and went, no, I'm not doing this. Mm -hmm. This is not what God has for me. Mm -hmm. There have been other times that I have walked to the laundry room and I've thrown in a load of laundry on that Sunday because that's just what needed to be done. And I had complete peace about that. I think it's helpful too to remember that in Hebrews chapter four, it talks about how the Sabbath, Sabbath rest here on earth is a foreshadowing of the eternal rest we have with the Lord. In a world that is so hectic, so chaotic, so busy, what a gift of the Lord to be able to sit in just a foretaste of what is to come, Mm. which is just meditating on the Lord, thinking about scripture, maybe worship, praise and worship music, something that helps you focus on God, because that's how we're going to spend eternity. Mm. We're going to spend eternity worshiping and serving one another with full hearts, with joy, and without the imperfections that we carry with us now. I think if we have our perspective right, which is like you've said, Heidi, it's not the law. We are not bound to these things. It is not a checklist of do this or get it wrong. If we hold it with open hands, we are prayerfully asking the Lord to help us know what is best for our families. And to remember, it is just a chance to experience the goodness of the Lord. I like that. That just opens it up in a whole new way. Absolutely does. So we've talked about moms with littles. Now let's talk about moms with kiddos who are committed to a lot of things. Mm -hmm. It's the volleyball tournaments on Sunday. It's the softball tournaments. It's the baseball tournaments. It's all the activities that are happening on Sunday. The problem is they're also happening Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. What is a mom to do with that? We've touched on this before as well. At the heart is you and your spouse need to be on the same page about what is the goal for raising your children. If it is to first love God and love others, that might mean that you need to make some adjustments in how much you participate in. The other side of that coin, though, is I know a very precious family that their son's participation in a travel soccer league, Mm -hmm. it's just a season. They know it is just like, I think it's maybe two or three years that are going to require this. In the scope of a lifetime, 
for this child who has a solid foundation in the Lord is meeting with other believers during the week at different times and has a family life that is encouraging and is helping him, they have decided that it is okay to take these two to three years and help pour into his career, they think, as a soccer player. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether I agree with that or not. I haven't really thought about it that much, but I believe wholeheartedly that his family has submitted this to the Lord and that the decision they've come up with. Yeah. I love that. You can find in the podcast show notes a link to a podcast where we specifically talk about this topic with a youth group leader. Melanie, I think in kind of summarizing what we're talking about here, I don't know that anybody has developed the perfect Sabbath Mm -hmm. because there isn't a one size fits all. It's going to look different. Yeah. On this side of heaven, we can't have perfection. Exactly. Which which is great, right? Because that drives us to think about, to meditate on when we will have perfection. Absolutely. But I do think what we are saying is that it is not about legalism on either side of the ditch. Mm-hmm. It's not about legalism about what I can do, just like it's not legalism about what I can't mm-hmm. do. It is going to look differently. And it really comes down to what is your heart motive in what you're doing? Mm. Do you trust God? I'm going to put this personally because this is where I'm battling. Do I trust God that I can get done what I need to in six days Mm -hmm. and I can give him my seven? We would love to hear your thoughts on this. Please leave comments on the blog or on social media or connect with me on live chat because I would love to talk through this topic with you further as I'm deciding what does this look like in my life as well. We want to thank you for listening to the Parenting to Impress podcast. Be sure to visit abcjesuslesbian.com and check out the show notes for more information on topics shared in this episode. Please subscribe and share with your friends.